Easter joined us on the Down to Business podcast, and we were really able to talk about the balance that she has between both of her professions. So one with practicing business law and estate planning for Floridians specifically, but really towards the business owners and the entrepreneurs, just making sure that they're protected, making sure that when it comes to documentation, when it comes to all the right measurements and just different procedures and steps that they should be taking to ensure that their business through and through is taken care of, but at the same time propelling and excelling. So definitely tap in with her on the side to figure out, you know, maybe she could answer some questions for you. Maybe she could even clear up some things or maybe she could even really help you out and pass you along to someone who could be of use to you. But when it comes to the Floridian specifically and estate planning, it's making sure that, you know, you never know what may happen for you, for your family, just making sure that everything is all in order to make sure that you guys are not behind the eight ball and struggling more when that time does present itself. But also the balance that she has with also being a pharmacist and how, you know, she really trusted in herself. She really trusted in her faith to really take that leap and to really go back to law school, get those degrees, make that happen, and now really pass this information along to everyone who may need it. So without further ado, enjoy episode 123, Precise Preparation. All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Down to Business podcast here with Tamar Turner. And look, man, if there's one thing that's a big, I guess, theme of mine, just a big concept that I adapt is time. And man, it's recognizing that sometimes things are not going to happen when you want them to. Sometimes things are not going to happen when you need them to. Sometimes things are not going to happen no matter how much work you put in, no matter how many pieces align, no matter how much you build the foundation and work up to that moment. It's just not meant to happen. That's really true for this interview. You know, we this interview has been over a year in the works and y'all don't realize that you know I'm, I'm still forever grateful for it just because you know we've been able to do so much on my end on easter's end you know we've still reconnected even through that year just to let each other know one we didn't forget about each other we just had things going on sometimes life happens relocations jobs family everything you name it but nonetheless if something is really supposed to happen if something is really supposed to come together, it will. And nonetheless, it still came together. So very excited to be sitting down with Easter today. Very excited to just get into everything. You know, what we, what's going on in the last year, how we were able to connect and just different things like that. But nonetheless, I'm very happy that we were able to connect. Like I said, there, there are sometimes things just happen. Life happens, but nonetheless, God aligns. God puts things in your favor and he makes it happen. So Easter, how's everything on your end? How you doing today? What's going on? Hi, I'm glad to be here with you, Tamar. Um, everything is good. Everything is good. Um, life is good. No complaints. Um, happy to be here. Glad our time, you know, everything aligned and, you know, we were able to get down together and, you know, just kind of chop it up a little bit. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. And I'm just as happy as you. I'm, I'm very happy to have you. I'm very grateful. So for one, I know we're going to get a lot of people in this mix. I know we're going to get some people from your side. I know we're going to get some people from my side. And I know we're going to get some new people along the way who are trying to tap in with the both of us. So can you, one, just tell us a little bit about yourself? And then can you, two, just tell us what brings you on the Down to Business podcast today? Okay. So first off, I am Easter Floyd Clark. I am an attorney. Um, I'm also, this is my second um, profession, my second career. Before that, I was and still am a pharmacist, and I do actively practice both. Um, my pharmacy job is something that I just kind of play like as a side, I guess like a side hustle that everybody have. So um, I'm still a licensed um, pharmacist, but my day-to-day is practicing law, practicing attorney. Okay. And we met like what over a year ago, a year I think. Ago. Yeah. Like a 
clubhouse room. The clubhouse, that was the clubhouse big, you know. Like, yeah, you remember, like, everybody was locked down. You couldn't go anywhere, couldn't do anything. So somebody came up with clubhouse, and everybody was just meeting in all of these virtual audio rooms. And I think that night, I just, I don't even know how I discovered it. One of my colleagues or somebody was on it. And um, I was like, oh, let me go see what it what it's all about or whatever. And then I remember, um, I don't know if you recall or not, it was supposed to be something that was really exclusive that you had to have an invite and, you know, it was only like so many people or whatever. So since I got an invite, I thought that I was in the know. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I just kind of dropped in and I don't re- even remember the room or whatever, but I just remembered um, we connected there and then we kind of like made contact contact and just always kept in touch along the way like you know you were busy I was a little busy but you know it was like we're still gonna do this and you know we're doing it so I'm just happy to be here with you yeah nah clubhouse it was definitely that time where you know you like you said you felt like it was really just you were it you were the one you were and you realized how many people were really on there that it didn't really take much but nonetheless they gave you a lot of opportunities opportunities to speak opportunities to kind of give you a spiel everything sometimes you had to wait sometimes you had to interrupt you had to get in there and however you want clubhouse was definitely a very interesting time but nonetheless has put me in contact with a lot of people a lot of whom i talked to on here just connected on social media where not have you okay so Thinking about the attorney, so what type of attorney actually are, you know, to, because to get into, I know that law encompasses a host of different things. We have family law, you have criminal law, you have property law, you have everything like that. So what do you study? What do you practice specifically when it comes to being an attorney? Um, I do some business law, which, you know, is kind of like making sure anything from new incorporations all the way up to negotiating agreements, drafting agreements, um, all of that paperwork and that documentation that kind of keeps you and your business safe and protected. Because the thing about it is people don't realize the moment somebody um, see or know that you have a business, the first thing that they think is money. So any little thing that you might not do right or do wrong, or if it's any little I that's not dotted or T not crossed, you know, people will start to think, oh, I can sue you. So, you know, just making sure that those small businesses know um, what measures they need to have in place, what resources are there for them to make sure that they protect themselves, their assets on a business level, as well as on a personal level. Um, also I do some estate planning. So for those people who are here located in the state of Florida, um, if you don't have anything that's prepared for your family, when you're no longer here, um, just helping you make all of those plans. And that's a very, very difficult and, um, complicated process sometimes, but it's something that is so very necessary, um, for anybody who is an adult over the age of 18, where you have assets that are controlled solely by you, um, you need to kind of look at having certain things in place to make sure that you won't be a burden to your family trying to access those assets that you have, you know, amassed over the course of your life. So um, that's another thing that I do. And then, of course, I do some personal injury, too. So if you get hurt, if you slip and fall, um, making sure that you can be fairly compensated for your injuries. It's so crazy that 
the timeliness of all of that, just because for, so for one, thinking about small businesses, thinking about the pandemic, how that's propelled so many different people to just start their own things, to just be involved, to even, you know, some things happen unintentionally or intentionally, whether we got laid off or whether just new jobs or whether your job had to stop hiring or anything like that. I know even during the pandemic, some of the job offers that I got got placed on hold, but it was also just like, you know, this was really a time where we saw creativity at its highest. Like you said, lockdown, couldn't really go anywhere, the clubhouse, people just having conversations, connecting, everything like that but also the information behind that how like you said there are a plethora of different resources out here there are a lot of things even that i'm finding out when it comes to podcasting business ownership entrepreneurship that sometimes we didn't even realize are right at our disposal sometimes we didn't even realize that we need to take these specific steps sometimes google it's it's just in a mass of information that we don't really know where to lock in youtube university is so much coming at us at one time that we don't necessarily know what's pertinent to us what we can use what we can't use different state laws like you said because being in florida is different than being in pennsylvania being in pennsylvania is different than being in texas and vice versa so, you know, just the fact that you're honing in on that and you're being able to be that resource and provide that information for people, especially during this time, man, I know it's amazing. I know you've seen kind of even an uptick of inquiries of people just trying to move into that. But then you said, too, on the other side, estate plan. We're in the middle of a pandemic. We were losing people left and right. It was just a lot of things going on, sickness. There's a lot of things going on now. I know even a lot of people at my job recently were just calling out sick. The flu was going on. They were talking about different variants. They were saying things were just happening. So a lot of times we see on the other side of that, you know, when it comes to having to plan, having burials, insurance, different things like that, how sometimes that causes so much more stress on the family. And they're already one trying to mourn the loss, one trying to deal with that grief, cope. But then on top of that, I had to make sure that you have that proper burial, that proper home going service and everything like that. It can definitely, one, it can take a lot of money. It can take a lot of time. It can take a lot of stress. And these are things that, you know, can affect you for years, even after you're gone. So I think proper, like you said, planning. 18, it's never too early. It's not to say that, you know, you're expecting anything, but you really never know. You wake up one day, you could be here one day, you could be gone the next. And that's and the honestly, thing too. That's, like you, yeah. you never ever know. And I think that sometimes um people don't they know that they're not immortal, but at the same time too, it's kind of like I'm not gonna die right now, or I'm not gonna die tomorrow. Like they kind of um in a sense feel like, you know, I haven't planned to die or have too much to do, but like you nobody knows their day. So it's always better to be proactive than reactive because it's much more expensive for you to react than it is for you to go ahead and take the proper steps to do what you need to do um, to make things a little bit easier because no matter how you spend it, it's going to be hard. You know, it's a difficult time. But um, if you be proactive, you don't ever have to worry about reacting. And it's the same thing for business too, because I know like you were saying, um, during the pandemic and everybody was on their grind with businesses and everything and on Google or whatnot, um, you know, with branding, that was another thing too everybody wanted a trademark because I know that was one of the rooms that um used to always be up there about you know branding um trademarks protecting your brand securing your brand you know how can you have a business if you don't secure your brand or whatever but just kind of like also being able to provide that education for people who are interested in intellectual property giving them the proper education and letting them know what types of intellectual property will be applicable to their business and then what is not necessarily necessary. So yeah, um, excuse me, going on Google, um, it, it works for, you know, kind of the, the, 
I guess like the the foundation that bare minimum to kind of see where to start, but you want to always reach out to a professional to get the proper guidance because, you know, sometimes Google sends you in a million different directions. It's like a GPS that hasn't been updated, you know, turn here, turn there, rerouting. So, so you want to make sure that you, you always kind of don't be afraid to reach out. And it's a lot of people. I know when I was on um, Clubhouse, I used to do the um, free consultations. I kind of like steered away from that because it got a little bit overwhelming where everybody kind of wanted to come and just ask a million different questions. But um, PSA, a free consultation is not for you to come and get all of the information, all of your questions answered. It's more or less for you to come and kind of see what it is that you may need. So when you get ready to spend your money, you know exactly what you're paying for. <laughs> so, right, yeah. Come on. Some people try to come in for your consultation and get every service. Every Let me tell you, that you offer. Yeah, man. they <laughs> want to come and they want to say, OK, so what do I need to do for this? What do I need? And it's like, OK, well, this is what you can do. Here are some options, um, but it's not for you to come and see exactly what you need to do. And then you go and do it yourself. And I mean, it is perfectly fine for you to DIY because some people um, are, you know, very astute with being able to get information or seek out information and handle things on their own it may take them a little bit longer but hey as long as they get it done and i'm all i'm all for it or what have you but at the end of the day if there's so many options and you don't know which way to turn um and if it's a business i think you probably are better off with investing up front and getting it out of the way and getting it done right versus you having to go and seek help on the back end because most of the times no matter what the profession is if you go to somebody where you've already started a process or you've already done something and something may not have been done right you're gonna have to get charged for them to go all the way back and correct whatever wasn't done correct to begin with, and then for them to move forward with wherever it is that needs to be, um, you need to go. So definitely um, spend money once. That's that's my thing. If you're going to spend it, spend it once, do it right, and then you don't have to worry about it. I think that's a great point you make about how sometimes with even with business, with job, with life in general, we we try to take on too much of that group work up, up front and we try to do too much ourselves. And it's nothing wrong with one wanting to educate yourself, wanting to learn more, wanting to do more. But it's a difference between, you know, knowing and doing and knowing also when to consult a professional. Sometimes that pride kicks in. Sometimes we think we just got it all in front of us. We think, we you know, we're just getting so much at a time that we're good. And then, like you said, we end up having to go I guess miles and miles more just because we've messed something up or one simple step has thrown off the, the whole equation and now we're paying somebody and we're not understanding why we're being charged so much or why their rates are so high or different things like that but one you have to understand this is how somebody makes their living this is what somebody got licensed to do this is what somebody basically is locking in you're trusting them that they won't make the same mistake right. that you made that they won't have to cost you you know whatever whatever you did but other times we also don't understand and sometimes how we just took a step back have we just relaxed? Have we known that, hey, maybe this is not my area of expertise. Let me ask for help. And I think that that's so universal to life because a lot of times, you know, we see it happen. Even as a man, I think, you know, sometimes putting that pride to the side is just a hard thing. Just not thinking that you not. Don't tell me that I can't do something. Don't tell me that I, I need help or don't tell me that I got to bring somebody. I'm going to figure this out one way or another. I'm going to get to it. But I think more time than not taking that step back and just really reflecting. One, it'll show the maturity. One, it'll show the growth. It'll show, too, that 
I don't know everything. I'm fine with that. But consulting that professional can also help you moving forward because there have been plenty of instances where, you know, you go, you try to do something yourself, doesn't work out. You go look it up, you go get help, you go have somebody walk you through it step by step, and then you have a better idea, you have a better understanding, you have a better picture of what you're doing. It's nothing like being able to or come to somebody who does this for a living, who has seen multiple different cases, scenarios, and everything like that, and can really paint that better picture for you. I do it with every, I just signed up for like a personal training membership this past week, and I was asking so many questions just from pricing to just how things were going to work to scheduling the sessions to everything like that. But I was talking to somebody who could walk me through that. There were even some questions that the guy who trained me, he couldn't necessarily answer. He brought the other guy in, but the other guy, you know, he was, he's been there for three years. He knew kind of what was going on. He was at different locations. So he's seen different scenarios, but he was able to make it much more clearer for me. And in the end, I was happy. I signed up. We made it happen. But sometimes, you know, you need to just consult that true professional, that true professional help. So I love that a lot. But something I'm very interested in, you spoke about it in the beginning, is really just the shift that you made. Like you said, you still do the pharmacy. You still are a licensed pharmacist and everything like that. So what was that really like? I hate to make assumptions, but I'm kind of going to make an assumption here that you, in some form or fashion, studied that in school, whether it, it came to just wanting to work in the pharmaceutical industry and everything like that. But what was so one, obviously, you know, going to school, having that interest, doing that work and, and being in that, what really made that pivot for you into law? Was it any, was it something that you always wanted to do? Was it always a thought in the back of your mind? Like you said, kind of the era of the side hustle in the sense, just wanting to do more, wanting to be more. What was really that like being able to balance what you already knew and what you already were doing with pharmaceuticals and then take on law on top of that? So um, the, the, the main thing was um, practicing pharmacy was good and I enjoyed it. It provided me, you know, with a very comfortable life for the most part. Um, but I didn't have the job autonomy that I desired. Law was something that I did say that I was going to do. Um, the idea was to do it right out of pharmacy school. However, that wasn't happening. Um, and I decided that I would kind of put it on, you know, the back burner for a little bit, come back to it. Um, didn't come right back to it as I, and I had anticipated in the beginning, but nevertheless, I did come back to it. And, um, really, I think what really triggered and like let me know like hey you said you were going to do it go ahead and do it now was after um I had a child and I knew that I wanted to be able to have my more of my time be my time and for me to be able you know to be at home to drop off for school pick up for school go to dance recitals go to dance practices you know to kind of be like more of that hands-on um, career mom, because a lot of times people feel like you have to decide, do I have a family? Do I have a career? Do I scale back on my career so that I can have a family? Um, so I just pretty much kind of mapped out in my mind how I would go about, you know, having that balance, being a career woman and having a family and being hands-on and not just always kind of, you know, like tucking them in at night and sending them off to school in the morning and just being away at work all day. So I see a lot of my colleagues in the pharmacy industry that do do that. Um, I know that I did not want that. And, you know, I knew whatever I needed to do to make sure that I set myself up. So um, it didn't have to be me. That was what I was willing to do. And law school was something that I did plan on doing. And it was something that I knew would give me that job autonomy. And it would also allow me to be able to continue living um, a comfortable life. So that was what I did. I went back to law school and it was a a difficult decision for me to make. However, um, I just leaned in my faith. I didn't have all the answers. I didn't have everything mapped out from A to Z, but um, I was just determined. I personally, persevered and I did it. 
Amen to that. I love that. You know, just recognizing it's, I think it's so crucial to, to be able to admit that, to be able to want to do more with that. Like you said, job autonomy, just not being happy. Just we are living really in times where it's crucial. It's, and not to say that, you know, anyone before us, anyone after us is living wrong or not doing something right. But it's OK to be unhappy. It's OK to say, hey, I want more for myself. I want to do something different. It's OK to go back to school. It's OK to backtrack in a sense. It's not always about, you know, what you start, what you get into, what you involve yourself and in, what you put your best foot forward for. But it's all about how you finish that. What impact do you make? What are you doing with that? It's nothing like involving yourself in just a bunch of different things and not and essentially having a meaningless impact, not really being able to dive in, just having so much on your plate that you're not really even able to extend yourself in that regard. But it's another thing when you realize, okay, hey, this is what I like. This is what I'm doing. But maybe I want more. Maybe I want to and add you know what? Maybe I want Not to, to cut you off too, but to also piggyback off of you saying how it's okay to want more and it's okay to do more. Um, it, it's, all, it's definitely okay. And um, one of the things that I practice and I tell other people too, is to give yourself grace as well. So the thing about it is, it's, it's okay for you to, um, you know, ha not have so good days to kind of be conflicted a little bit in your mind with what, what am I doing? Why am I doing this or whatnot? And at the end of the day too, it's going to be a lot of people because, you know, we in the era of sharing and, you know, you know, with social media or whatever, people want to, you know, chronicle everything and make sure that they expose people to what it is that they have going on and letting them know, like, this is my story. This is my journey, but it's okay to not have to worry about answering questions either because people will question what you're doing, why you're doing it. And it's perfectly fine for you not to answer those questions. And it's not that you snubbing them, not that you being rude or anything like that. But a lot of times you don't even have answers. Like you don't know. So it's perfectly okay to not have it figured out. So I just wanted to kind of throw that in there too. <laughs> That's a message. That's a fact, too. I, I think it's OK to live life on your own terms and not really care about or not really care to offer it. Exactly. You don't have to explain yourself. Let the work, you know, exactly. speak for itself in a sense. Or as long as you're happy, that's as, sometimes as cliche as it sounds. That's that's all that matters. But that's that's really the true facts. So, OK. So thinking about now, even more of a futuristic outlook, even more now moving forward, like we said, we've been in contact for over a year. I've been able to see different things that you're doing. I've known that even things have changed for you from family to just your life itself, to just even thinking about what you want to do moving forward. So now with still having the pharmaceutical experience, with still being even in that industry, with practicing the law, with being able to help small businesses, with being able to help people with estate planning, is there any more that you're looking to add to the load? Is there any more that people can, I, I know where about to, you know, close I am, one yes, yes, I am. I know you're always moving, I know you're always thinking. So for what you can disclose, for what you can give us, for what the people, you know, kind of want to know and already have learned, what's next? What is, what is kind of Easter up to? What are you thinking about doing and involving yourself? I am. So um, I do have um, a little project that I'm working on that hopefully is going to be a big project. And basically, and it's, it's something that's similar to what's already out there. However, um, it's more of a, a, a personalized experience where I can provide those resources to small business owners who um, might not necessarily have the the stamina, the resources or whatever it is to go and contact a business attorney um, and to pay for, you know, X amount of hours at X amount of dollars per hour. Um, so being able to just provide them with the necessary documentation that they need to get started, the basics to help them protect themselves and what it is that they're building until they can get to the point to where they can go and bring on somebody um, to help guide them and give them counsel along the way. So I do have um, a little something that I'm helping 
with the small businesses and putting together and they'll basically be able to go and grab these documents and get what it is that they need be able to pick and choose they don't have to get you know a package or a bundle or anything like that and it's going to be at a very affordable price point they will also have the option where they can kind of you know by little increments of guidance along the way to go along with it or whatever. And just something to be able to kind of give them the nudge to know that they are on the right path and that they are doing the right things or whatever. Because a lot of people just kind of jump out there and then later on they figure out um, on the back end. And usually it's when something has already happened or gone wrong um, that maybe this wasn't the best way. So that's coming soon. Um, and another thing that I am also doing is, um, and it probably sounds a little cliche because everybody's doing it, but I'm also um, into the like real estate space. But real estate has always been something that I've kind of been up on a bit and knowledgeable about because of my own experiences, my own processes. And, you know, it's just one of those things now that's very, very popular because everybody wants to flip. Everybody wants to um do Airbnbs, everybody wants to rent and just get into the whole property game. So that is something that I am going to be doing as well. And my my whole thing is just kind of being that person that I needed when I was in that space in terms of going through that process. And a lot of times, and even with law, these people, um, let me not say these people because they are they are professionals, but when you're dealing with whoever in that respective industry in which you are going through a, a, a major process or whatnot, usually, you know, you do rely on them and they do have, you know, the competency to get you through it or whatever, but they tend to kind of leave you in the dark. And I see it a lot of times with my colleagues and I see, I did experience it as well when I was going through my processes with purchasing real estate or what have you, but I'm the type of person I want to know. If you don't tell me, I'm going to ask. If you start fumbling and bumbling, I'm usually, I've already looked it up. So um, I'm just making sure the information that I got, you know, is sound. And I'm making sure that whatever it is that you tell me kind of aligns with that. If it doesn't, that doesn't mean that you necessarily are wrong. However, maybe I just didn't get the best information when I was looking it up. But I just kind of love the fact that, you know, I, I like to know, I, I like to have knowledge. I, I love reading or whatnot, um, but I just want to make sure that whoever it is that I'm working with is somebody that's always going to be empowered through knowledge because um, we tend to just kind of go through processes with relying on others and whatever it is that they tell us. And then soon as something hits the fan or it goes wrong, it's like, well, they didn't do this or they didn't do that. And you know, all the blame is placed on them. And whether you know it or not, a lot of times when you're dealing with certain professionals, and some of these industries, um, you pretty much kind of eliminate or alleviate some of that liability from falling on them. So that's one of the things that, you know, I want to make sure that I can be uh, a resource that's very holistic in my approach when I'm working with someone and making sure that they feel comfortable, not only with me, but the process and not being afraid and being able to kind of go through it as seamlessly as possible, which is what, you know, the way I do with everything, be it in a pharmacy, be it with law. And it's definitely going to be my approach with 
my clients that I work with in the real estate industry as well. It's important. I, I don't even really think it's cliche. I think, you know, because you, you listed many different avenues that you can even do with real estate. So I'm looking at real estate myself, even before I get out of Florida, like just owning something here, just having something to come back to. So I think just having that possibility on the table, it's, it's amazing. Sure it's important. I even too, talk man. to a dude. Oh, for sure. I got you. We, we, <laughs> we, we gonna make something happen. We definitely out there for sure. I, um, but I think that's just so important. Always just keeping your options open, always just not confining yourself. And I think that's also the beauty of entrepreneurship, of being a business owner, of just stepping into this lane. Your, your mind is always flowing. You're realizing that, you know, passive income is very important. Having different streams of income is very essential, especially in life to get where you want to go. You know, the bills are only going to add up. The market is only going to go crazier. Things are only becoming more expensive. Life is crazy. It's very expensive. It's funny. I see this post now um, from people more so in my generation. They post like, dag, stuff wasn't this expensive until we became adults. And now we got to start paying for all of these things. So I think it's just something that's funny. But nonetheless, it's also saying, too, that, you know, there are so many different things to do now. I was talking to somebody last night about just how you can make money in so many different ways from gaming, from real estate, from just from walking, from different applications, from filling out surveys. Like it's just so many different things that you can do out here now just to put a little extra dollar in your pocket. So I think the fact that you're even keeping yourself open in that regard, that's amazing. But also the fact that you want to translate that. It's, it's one thing to, and I'm not to say that everybody who is involved in a specific niche or a business or a service or a craft has to then want to spread that knowledge, but it just makes it 10 times better when you bring people with you, when you put people on, when you allow them to not make the same mistakes that you had to make, go through some of the same processes, like you said, and just different steps and things like that. If you can already build that foundation for them and take a couple of things out of the equation, I think it only, because you don't know by doing that for them, by offering that resource, by offering that nugget, that gem, that workshop, whatever you may call it, they could start something totally different. And now as a result of you, now they bring you with them. And now they collaborate. It's just so many. My, my mind runs wild with just what can happen with just each one teach one. And you know, and, and not to cut you off again, but that's the that's the thing too, or whatever. And I guess I might be um showing my age a little bit with kind of saying I'm I'm a little old school, but everything now is always so about um how much you can pay me for what I know or what I can show you or whatnot. And, you know, it's, it's fine and it's well, because trust me, you know, I have degrees and they weren't cheap by far, but at the same time too, I still am really big on being able to just kind of like show you the way. So it's kind of like, um, the, the old, the old saying where you can give a man a fish or you can teach him how to fish. So the the thing about it is if I teach you how to fish, that doesn't mean that that's going to cut me off from being able to, you know, make a living for myself or from making a, a dollar or whatnot. That just means that I'm empowering somebody else with the ability to be able to provide for themselves. So I think that it's, it's perfectly fine to always make sure that we look at, you know, being able to hustle and grind and get the dollar. But at the end of the day, to make sure too, that we don't forget to live and that we don't forget to, you know, just kind of be kind to one another and realize how much of an impact we can actually make when we kind of don't focus so much on the dollar. And I know that might be kind Kind of difficult to think that I really believe in because I do have um, careers that pay fairly well. Um, but at the end of the day, it wasn't 
anything that I was looking at when I decided this is what I want to do. It was more so um, where can I be of service? Like, how can I be a vessel to, you know, my sister, to my brother um, and show them the way? And that's really kind of something with real estate that I've been saying that I was going to do. But it was just kind of a matter of, of timing, because at the end of the day, I can't just be doing everything all at once. Um, but I do know that it's not impossible and I can do it and I can engage in all of it and I can do it fairly well because my, my motivation and what motivates me is to be of service to someone and not necessarily how much money I can make. Because if I want to make money, you know, I could have stayed in pharmacy, you know, standing around dispensing, making sure that everybody gets their, their pain pills and whatnot. But, um, it's, it's never about the money for me. It's all about me making sure that I can be of service. I can help make somebody else's life that much easier and being able to kind of share my knowledge, my experiences, and just kind of helping them along and making their life a little bit easier. Well, I had to look up at my IG live for that one. That was, you know, that's just amazing. It's just um, the fact that, you know, like you said, you're you're definitely well off. You're in careers that will leave you well off if you continue to kind of stay on that track, continue to do what you're doing. And you're only opening yourself up to more opportunities, to just more things coming your way, to all of that. You're speaking a lot of things. You're manifesting a lot of things. But you're putting into mm -hmm. work, most importantly. And I think that it really shows. And I, I can even just hear it. I can hear the passion. I can hear the love. But I can also hear the willingness to assist and plug in and, and, and put the pieces together, bridge the gaps wherever you can. And that's really just amazing for that. And I, I really love that. And I think that, you know, even people listening, whether you're involved in pharmaceuticals, whether you know someone who is, whether you're looking to get involved in real estate, whether you're you have a business or a business, you know, many businesses or whether you know somebody who's plugged in or who needs to be plugged in or you want to know more about small business resources and the SBA and just different things that you can get involved in. Thinking about a state plan, honestly, if you're over 18, that applies to you in general. And I know that pretty much everybody who listens to this, even my little brother now is 18 plus. So it's just things that, you know, like you said, it's not to say that you're expecting anything or that, you know, you're on that track or anything, but it's, it's what it we look in news all the time from the entertainers to the rappers to people who we lose to be, even just we look at this year and even we look at who we've lost over time and it's always just that I never would have expected that or different things like that or and then we kind of read a little, little bit later about we see the GoFundMes or we see different things happening or we see family needs help and different things like that so you always just want to stay on top of things for as much as you can so and we have somebody right here who's willing to help, who's willing to plug in, who's willing to dedicate the time and the resources. And if, I know if Easter can't do it directly, she will definitely oh. and more than willingly place you in the direction of somebody who can. So, but I think obviously the most important piece here is getting the people to you. So before we wrap up, before we close out, I, I want the people to know everything. Where can they find you? Where can they locate your services? Where can they read more about you, about what you do? And then even if, even if you're in Florida, how can they tap in with you? But even for the people outside of Florida, hey, Easter, I'm thinking about, you know, my business. I want to hear some more about these resources that you spoke about. Hey, I'm thinking about a state plan. I think that will be perfect. I think it's something that we've been putting off for a little bit too long and we need to make it happen because these are just the conversations that we need to be having. So where can we start? Where can so, we find um, you? So, of course, I'm on IG. Um, my IG is um, at queeneaster.esq. So you can always find me there. Send me a message and I can reach back out to you. Um, my office number is a local number here in Florida. It's 954-372-6032. Um, I have a website that's up and coming. So that'll be coming um, depending on how late you 
um, publish this, it might already be out, but I do have um, a website. It's It'll be floydclarklegal.com. Um, right now, also to email, you can email me, easter at floydclarklegal.com. Clark is spelled with an E, so Floyd is F-L-O-Y-D, Clark, C-L-A-R-K-E, legal, L-E-G-A-L.com. Um, so you can always send me an email and I'll be happy to get back to you. Another email too, for non-legal matters, um, MissEasterFloyd at gmail.com. So that's another email that I use for like business inquiries and stuff like that when I'm coordinating things or whatnot. I use my Gmail. So MissEasterFloyd at gmail. That's another way that you can reach me. If it's just, you know, a question or something like that is non-legal related, feel free to use that Gmail. And of course, the phone number 954-372-6032. That's my office number. You can always leave me a message there and I'll return your call. So yeah, that's how you all right, y'all. She gave y'all everything. Emails, phone, offices. Come on. I, I need, look, I'm tired of, we're about to start having more adult conversations here. We're about to start talking about, you know, not if you heard the new album or not. Hey, did you, did you, are, are, is your estate plan? Are you good? Are you, do you know all the businesses and all the resources for your business? These are things that we know we just need to be talking about. It's even some people who I'm going to start sending away. I'm going to make sure that they listen to this episode just to make sure that all their pieces are aligned. Even when I feel like that I have everything on my end lined up and in, in, in the right order, I'm going to be following up with you and checking yeah, up with you. Yeah, just to make yeah, sure yeah. definitely feel free. Yeah, feel free. Like, you know, send, send me a message or like, whatever. And I think you have my number too. So you could just hit me up and let me know because yeah. at the end of the day, everybody is about, you know, being on the grind, accumulating assets, but what is it if you can't um, leave it where you want it to be? What is it if you can't protect it? And like you said, we see in the headlines from, you know, celebrities dying, not having things in place. And I think I just read an article not too long ago about how Chadwick Bozeman from Black Panther, you know, his estate had to be split like three different ways. And then at least a million dollars of it went to the probate court. And for people who don't know probate is pretty much a court supervised process for allocating your distributing your assets after your death and you have to pay somebody to go to court and let the court decide where things are going to go and the more you have the more they take and it's a very expensive process. So um, if you can do something as simple as having a will, something as simple as even doing a living trust, and a trust is not for somebody who has millions, a trust is for anybody who wants to protect their assets. Because I see a lot of people talking about a trust and all of the misinformation about trust. But trust is um, an instrument that can be used by anybody who wants to protect things that they've accumulated or things that they are going to accumulate. And um, it's not something for someone who has millions. So when you start hearing somebody talking about trust fund babies and all of that, that trust fund baby could only have $100 that's in that trust fund account. So it doesn't have to mean that they're millions. So yeah, definitely um, feel free to reach out if there's anything that I can help you with, any information um, that I can share with you, or just kind of point you in a direction where you may need to go to get whatever it is that you need. I'll be happy to share it with you. And um, I'm very, very open. Let me be a resource. That's part of my purpose here. Sure.
I love that. Okay. I love it. And like I said, even spoke about in the beginning, man, timing is so important. It's so impeccable. So thank you. Thank you for, you know, even throughout the years, I'm just keeping in contact with me, just letting me know everything that you had going on on your end, just keeping me abreast, still putting in the work. But thank you for, you know, once coming on my platform, sharing yourself, sharing your resources, sharing what you know, and, and willing to continue to spread that knowledge. And to everybody, you know, who's listening to this, who comes across this episode, as I always do with every episode, I encourage you to tap in, to be a vessel to someone, if not, if, if you listen to this episode and you feel as though nothing on here can relate to you, apply to you, I guarantee it can apply to someone who you know, a friend, a colleague, a family member, anything like that. So just continue to, you know, spread the wealth, spread the knowledge, just bridge that gap, build those connections and help build that foundation for everyone else. So to Easter, to everyone listening to the IG Live, to everybody who hopped on, this has been another episode of the Down to Business podcast. I thank you all. Continue to tap in. I'm excited. So, you know, in the year, it's been a great year, but the content nonetheless is not stopping. We have so much planned so much more coming so just stay with us so this has been another episode of the down to business podcast here with tamar turner